Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Yippee, skippy. Yippee. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm Dr. Pat. Hello, Mr. Benny. What's up? How are you doing today? Doing all right, thanks. What's new? <laughs> just wrapping up last hour. See, there he goes. It's just wrapping up things up. Just wrapping it. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, we are thrilled to have you here today. Got a great show for you coming up at the top of the hour. That's now Ronnie Deleuze is joining us. And then there's a half hour with just me because we got some cool reading stuff going on. And then Sue Storm, the angel lady. I hope I have the right day because the other day I actually missed the day, mixed up the time and the days of the shows. And so I got like a gazillion text messages for everybody saying, oh, what are we doing? But actually, I got it backwards. Actually, I'm going to start the show off and then we're going to bring on Dr. Ronnie. So there we go. But remember, everybody, I'm the person that, okay, Benny, did I get you all pitted out? Yeah, because I looked down. I'm like, Dude, that's not what I have. Did you get all like, you know? I, I panicked for a second. Did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, my gosh. I did. Yeah. So, Michelle, if you're actually listening, you have to call in now because I actually gave you the wrong time to call in. Uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. As I said before, I am going to do something extraordinary right now. I haven't done it in a while. Um, I had a show with Karen Hager this morning early, and and one of the things that um, we talked about was how much clarity people want. And so I'm going to uh, be uh, taking your calls, and what I would love to do is pull an archetype card to help you get clear. I work with different archetypes, and I work with other energies. Um, and so I wanted to do that. I wanted to talk about clarity. And so what we're going to do is a couple different things. You can send us your message through our instant feedback system, which is go to drpatlive.com and ask me a question. And I will make sure that we look at the archetype that can help you. A lot of times we just need to get a little insight, a little help in terms of, uh, of what kind of guidance are we looking for? You know, which which parts of us do we need to bring to the table? And so in order for me to do that, in order for me to pull a card, um, we're gonna, I'm gonna need a couple different things. One, just simply tell me what your question is, and then, uh, we'll get some help on that. Go to drpatlive.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com, and that's gonna be the way for you to get us online and get me your question. The other thing you can do is call us. 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819, and I'll take your questions. And what I would love to invite you to do is think about an area in your life that you're not clear about. You know, think about some some place where if you knew that you had the ar- archetype of the mystic or the warrior 
it would help you change your life. Uh, and I'm, I'm kind of drawn to this for a lot of reasons. Hold on, let me get the cards. One of the things I discovered um, this morning when I was doing a show, Karen Hager and I were talking about the protests on Wall Street. And we were talking about them from a couple different perspectives. You know, we were talking about them in terms of how we lack clarity in our lives and how clear the people that are protesting and I and, and I might say legally protesting since, um, you know, permits have been gathered here recently and um, and what they are willing to lose or gain for what they believe in. So I was talking with uh, Linda this morning about this, and she said, well, you know, the, part of the problem was there were some of the people that had um, masks. And, and I said, well, I, you know, I don't know what you're covering in New York, but it, I don't think it's the same station that I'm getting here. And I said, you know, most of the time we're watching on the live stream. I said, so, so I said, what was the mask that that 72-year-old woman or that 12-year-old girl, what were they wearing when they got arrested? So it's kind of interesting. Um, the other thing that that's interesting is that whenever you attend a, an event like this or protest in an event, especially if you are part of media, one of the things that uh, we all discovered from the marches in the 60s was that um, people uh, that were being arrested and being picked up Part of that was the media. So what's been happening in New York is that in addition to all of the things that have been going on, um, people in the media have been arrested as well. And so the question then came up, you know, to me, was asked to me, why are you why are you so clear about folks? I mean, you know, why what is it about these protests that has struck a chord with you? And I think for me, what has struck a chord with me is that somebody said this a long time ago, you know, we have to decide what we really stand for. And each of us gets to decide that. This is a group of people that have made a decision about what they stand for. You know, this is a group of people that have gotten to the place in their lives where, you know, they're looking at what's happening and they're saying no more. And uh, whether it's a, a and, and actually I was reminded by one of the listeners that about three years ago when all of this came to, to be, that I made a kind of joke or a comment or something that was more like, um, you know what, we should all go get signs and protest Wall Street, not Wall Street. And so, you know, the question is not a, about Wall Street. You know, there are many people, and I know people that work on Wall Street, that uh, that don't wait, make uh, five hundred billion dollars. They don't do that. They you know they make fifty grand, maybe sixty. So we have this idea. So Wall Street now has become a symbol. It's become symbolic. And so what I would love for all of you to do is during this half hour, and then later on with Sue Storm, of course, I would love to connect with you. Because if there is a question, if there is some place in your life you want to move forward, I want to be able to help you. And by the way, we're going to be doing um, several of these segments with me 
uh, in moving forward. We're going to go back to some of the things we did on the Dr. Pat show early on, where I get to connect with you all and help you move forward as well. So Benny is getting the phones, um, and uh, we'll be taking your calls. You can also send a question through our instant feedback system. way to do that is really easy. Go to the com and type in your feedback question. Uh, so clarity is the key today. What do you want uh, clarity about? What kind of help do you want? Let's go to the phones, Mr. Benny. Susan, I believe you're calling in from Fort Myer, Florida. Hey, I love Fort Myers, Florida. Welcome to the show. Thank you. That's so nice of you to say. A beautiful place. It is very beautiful. Not in the summer so much, though. No. It's a little bit too hot. But right. when it's starting now, it's just so gorgeous out. Right, exactly. How can I help you today? Well, there's two areas, really. Um, my father passed away recently, and um, I keep... He he was a jokester, and I keep smelling um, blueberry pancakes, and that's indicative of my father because he loved breakfast. And also I smell cinnamon toast, and I'll go around the house and ask everybody, are you cooking this or cooking that? And I'll step out of my room, and there's no smell. It's always where I'm at, like in my bedroom. So he loved breakfast? Uh, Yes. Yes, and he insisted that we always have breakfast. And tell me the relationship that he had with blueberries. Where was he from? Um, well, we originated from Chicago. Mm-hmm. He, um, I guess, came over from France yeah. and moved to um, Montreal, Canada, and then they moved. The family moved to Chicago. So why am I? Why do I smell bacon? Oh, he loved bacon. Okay, <laughs> okay, ba- bacon, right? Bacon. Yeah. Really? Did you did your dad burn the bacon? Yes, we love okay. burnt, burnt bacon. bacon. I'm sorry. That's what I was. I'm getting like hungry now. I'm. So, I didn't have anything <laughs> to eat, and all I kept. I, I'm just like, oh my god! I see the burnt bacon. I see the that, burnt bacon. Okay, that's so how me and my dad loved it. Okay, so did you and your dad cook the eggs in the burnt bacon grease? Yes. Oh, okay. So. Here's what, let's talk about this. Why do you think your dad is calling to you? Um, probably because, like, I'm not happy. Yeah. And I think he's, like, letting me know that maybe yeah. he's, he knows my uh, he knows my heart. Yeah. He's always known that. Yeah. And he knows that, like, I'm brokenhearted mm-hmm. and, and I'm so lost without him. Yeah. Yeah. You, you were, uh, okay, this is kind of weird. Um, you were like a mother to him, right? Oh, I totally mothered him. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? You're not the mother. No, but, but, you, but I totally mothered him. Yeah, that was your relationship. Right. Okay, so here's what you're, here's the, here's what we have to do. What, what you're being called to do and what he's asking you to do is he's asking you to awaken your true self. And your true self is, you know, authentically powerful. Okay. And so the way to do that now is to mother yourself. That's the archetype that was pulled. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So what he's saying is, uh, you know, he's eating all the bacon and having a blast, and you need to do the same. You need to you need to eat the bacon, right? Do you okay. see what I'm saying? 
It's like you're cutting things out of your life. And he, you know, he's saying, come on, I, I'm not skimping on the bacon. Right? You see what I'm saying? But I don't know exactly what that means. I mean, just be good to myself. Well, yes. I mean, when you think about the burnt bacon and the breakfast, that is very, very symbolic and emotional, by the way. That was an emotional connection. That nurtured you, that experience, right? Yes. That that made you connect, right, with your dad? Yes. Okay. I always associate him with that. Right. With food. Right. So what it talks about is that same nurturing that happened based on that experience. It's now time for you to awaken your true self and develop experience that are going to nurture you. Okay. He's never really gone. You know, okay. you can't destroy love. You know what I'm saying? You can't destroy love. But what is, one of the things that, you know, is going on is he wants to make sure that you live life full out. You have to live life full out. Okay. So the question then becomes, and I'm going to hold you to this real quick, what three things are you going to do today to pamper yourself? You have to be uh-huh. the mother of your, you, you have to be your own mother. I, I'm not sure what I can do. I'm disabled and um, I'm kind of bedridden. Yeah, but what do you love to do during your day? Um, I watch TV. Yeah. Um, I'm on the internet. Yeah. And, um, I like to play with my dog. Okay. Find one of those three things that brings joy to you and make okay. sure that you do it because you're, you're, you are destined to live a life of joy. Am I destined to live a long life? Because <laughs> longevity ran in our family. Uh, there, yeah, uh, why would you think you're not? Because some man told me, and it was really weird. He like came up to me and told me that I only had nine years left to live. How many years and ago was, like, was that? How many years ago was that? Um, like two years ago. Okay. So, do you believe that? Well, he scared me. Well, of course. And I'm like, wh- I'm like. Why are you saying this to me? And and he's like, that's just what I know. Yeah, well, let me tell and you what I left. know. Let me tell you what I know. Uh, the minute that we give our power over to, to, to something like that is the minute we start to actually lose our soul. See, you have to retrieve your soul. That's what your mission is. You have to take your power back. Nobody else is going to tell you what to do. You have to tell yourself to do. That's why you pull the mother archetype. You're the boss of the house. You're the boss. The moms are the boss. I don't care what the dads say. Benny's here, so i got to be careful. But the moms, the moms are the bosses. That That's just the way it goes. you got to be the boss of you right now, okay? Okay. So let me hear you say it convincingly. you got to wow me here. Are you the boss I'm, of you? I'm the boss of me. But a, a little bit more wow factor. I'm the boss of me. Yeah, you are the boss of you. Okay, so you're going to do that one thing today. You're going to make sure you awaken your true self because it's very powerful. Uh, and by the way, disable is just a word. It's it, You know, it's, it's it doesn't represent who you are. I know, and I need to stop saying that. But, you know, I, I have a lot of medical problems, and I don't know if they're going to get better or get worse. 
They're going to get better if you if you want them to get better and you think them better as a start. I want I want to be better. Yeah, well, then let's I, let's think them I, better. I can't even find a job. You know what? I get you. It's so crazy. I have a bachelor's degree, Mm -hmm. and I can't even find a job. I mean, at like McDonald's or Burger King or any place that... What I want to say to you is, before you do the job thing, you have to own who you are. You know, that's the problem. I talked to my brother... And uh, he's also mad at me because I can, I guess, channel dad. He's like, you're not letting him rest at peace. Mm-hmm. Why do you keep bothering dad? Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, don't be jealous. Well, part I of said- the other thing that you're going to learn, and this is going to be this is going to be for me because I know the relationship with brothers all too well. Uh, you got to use some discernment in what you share with your brother. Your relationship I, I- with your dad right now is between you and your dad. Your dad is calling you to step forth and care for yourself profoundly and deeply. That's your job yeah. right now. I That's your job. Know, you have a job. Okay. But I just want to know, what am I supposed to do with my life? I, I'm, I'm 47 years old, and I look like I'm probably 27 because we had this fabulous gene in our family that none of us look our age. Well, I, I just told you what, what you know your mission is right now take care of myself i'm telling you this is time for you to pull yourself up you know you have to declare that you're not your disability that there if you're on the internet there are a lot of resources for you to to get some help start your day in a positive way uh stop listening to people that tell you you're going to die or that tell you to stop talking to your dad and claim your power back i but you're you know you're preaching to the choir about disability and and not being able to move I mean, you know, I've been sick for eight years, and, boy, I was looking at a wheelchair and a walker. And I remember the temper tantrum I had at the time. Uh, It was in 2008. I had an absolute temper tantrum with God, with everybody around me, that I was not going to see myself go there. But I will tell you, I didn't have a clue where I was going. I just knew I wasn't going to go there. So this is the day you have to declare and stand up for yourself. You know, if I were you, in the spirit of our friends in New York, I would make a poster and I would march around or hold it in your bed or whatever you're going to do. And every day you create objectives and goals about something you're going to do differently to help yourself, to walk better, to get rid of pain, to meditate, to look at your life more positively. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Yes, it's hard for me to walk, though. I have neuropathy. Oh, I believe you. I get it. And... My feet burn so bad. I have to be on this special medication. You know what? I'm going to hold on. I'm going to get your address. We're going to send you some Topperson. That's how I got rid of my neuropathy. Oh, God, there's something out there besides this horrible medicine. I wrap my feet every night and my arms. I had it in my arms and my hands. And it shoots up my legs. Absolutely. Well, I, we're going to send you Topperson. Stay on the line. Let me get your address. But you got to start with changing your energy and vibe and believe that you can get better, despite what the doctors are saying. I mean, you know what I'm saying here? I, I understand what you're saying. Yes, I've, I've put myself into this, like, almost pity party that nothing's going my way because my car just got repossessed because I didn't have money. 
So it's like everything bad since my dad died is just, it, it's like everything's gone awry. Yeah, no, you, know? you know what? Your dad is saying no more, no mas. You know, my, your dad wasn't Hispanic. Was your dad Latino? No. Well, what, what's all. the Latino influence? Why would I get no mas? Um, probably because I speak a little bit of Spanish. Okay, so he wants to say to you no mas. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? Babe? No more. No more. No it mas. Means no more. Okay, I hope that it wasn't a no more. All right, no mas. That's it. This is your dad's message. This is why he's coming to you. You hear what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. No mas. Take action every day. Every day you're to do something different, something joyful, okay? Yes, ma'am. All right, stay on the line. We're going to send you some top percent. Benny, let's go to the next line. Brandy. Brandy? Yes, good afternoon. How are you, Brandy? I'm doing great today, doing great. Okay, how can I help you? What's your question? Um, my question is, is basically um, I'm kind of confused about what to do about my current relationship um should i move on yeah what, I, so, I... so here's what i'm hearing you ready you ready yes, ma'am what relationship okay <laughs> <laughs> you know i get these messages because i you know i must get the all of my little message people must be from like new york um so the question is what relationship they want they want you to describe a relationship to me, please. Okay. Yeah. Um, what, what what relationship they're asking? So yeah, I, honestly, it sounds like you left. I I think I haven't physically left. I'm still there. Yeah, but you emotionally but I, left. Yeah, I did, and I thought I did. Um, but when we had broke up uh, a few weeks ago, uh, you know, a lot of the the same feelings came back. And um, we got back together, and um, this is recently, yesterday, some things kind of played out that just um, really have me questioning um, just kind of where I'm at, because I also see a parallel between this relationship and kind of other things that are going on in my life. Yeah, that's uh, right. My career, yeah, yeah. finances, and things like that. Yeah. Yep, that's it. So here's the deal. Um, you know, relationships are kind of tricky, right? You know, we know when they're working and we know when they're not. And so, you know, I've, I've always loved this, you know, in terms of relationships and break, breakups, myself experiencing this not too long ago. Um, whenever somebody says, you know what, I'm moving on. Uh, there's this thing that happens because you didn't say it first, right, where you feel like yeah. abandoned. And so there's this like idea, like okay, I knew it wasn't gonna. I knew I should have said it first, but I didn't say it first. Now I feel all rejected. <laughs> now I feel like crap, right? I feel all rejected and stuff. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And so then mm-hmm. there's this longing to get back together, so you could turn around and say it first now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that true? It's, you know, I, I, and that aspect never ever occurred to me until you just said it. I know it's funny. And it could be because during the breakup, I re- <laughs> I do recall remembering or thinking about, like, wow, I just got dumped. I'm telling you, nobody likes the D word. I know that's I went through the same thing. And, you know, the good news is I went through a bunch of years trying to figure that out. But, you know, I'm real clear about it. So here's the deal. I pulled the vampire archetype for you. Um, the vampire makes you aware that someone or something is draining your life force. Hello? 
you mean, okay, does anything about this card relate to your life? Um, I think absolutely. It definitely relates to, um, okay. I tend to be, I tend to have a, a, a codependent type, um, yeah, personality. No, yeah, no more. Um, no I more. tend to, to give, uh, to give more than, um, I receive, whether yeah. it be emotionally, financially, yeah. Yeah. um, the whole nine. Yeah. Um, and they have, this person, you know, they have children and I'm yeah. emotionally attached to them. Yeah. And if I left, a big part of what's keeping me there is if I feel like if I left, you know, they wouldn't be able to maintain um, their housing yeah, yeah, yeah. and things yeah. like that. Yeah, well, the, the second card I picked is financial flow, right? It's financial flow. Oh, okay. And then the third card, which is totally relating to you, it's the empowerment card. And it says you're more powerful than you realize. It's safe for you to be powerful. So this is really for you. It's interesting because Susan kind of had the same theme in a different way. You know, this is about you creating healthy boundaries in your life and not staying in a relationship for the wrong reasons. Because ultimately, if you stay in for those reasons, you're going to leave anyway. And if you don't leave physically, you'll leave emotionally. And you're not really doing anybody any good by uh, uh, taking care of them when you really don't want to. That's called enabling, by the way. Right? (laughs) You know, I I hate those words. I mean, I studied psychology and it makes me crazy. I, I don't like that word. Oh, I'm a, yeah. I'm a social worker, so I totally, yeah, okay. I totally understand. Well, know it, you know, it's time for you to leave your social work work at work and, you know, let the vampire archetype work for you there uh, and really okay. divide a healthy boundary in your life because you. this is a time for you to become uh, empowered. There's something that's choking your financial flow that's inhibiting you from standing tall in your own life. And, you, you know, honestly, what I learned is, you got to be in relationship for the right reasons. Guess what? I Look, if somebody says to you, I'm dumping you, right? You ought yeah. to be able to say, right on, brother or sister, because you know what? I am so worth more than this. I am so worth more than you because you know what? I deserve love. I deserve being in relationship with love. I love loving. I love dating. I love being in relationship. Hasta la vista, baby. Can you feel me on that? All right. Absolutely. Now, since you're you're a social worker, you need to social work yourself, right? You see what I'm (laughs) saying? Yeah. Yeah. Let me give you an exercise. I'm going to give you an exercise that I did because, you know, this is what I do to myself. So set yourself up two chairs. I mean, this is going to be a little weird, but you got to do it. You're going to have fun with it. Set yourself up two chairs, right, at a a table with Mm -hmm. coffee or tea, whatever you drink. What do you drink? Coffee, tea? Coffee. All right. Two cups of coffee. You're going to sit it at the table, two chairs. You're going to sit in one chair with your coffee, right? And you're going to Mm -hmm. ask the empty chair uh, a a question. You're going to work with the empty chair, and and you're going to say to yourself, Okay, we're getting ready to empower ourselves in life. What do you think the best way would be for me to have a an in- intelligent integrity discussion so that I can move on in this relationship? Then you're going to pick yourself up and sit in the other chair, and you're going to answer your own question. Okay. I'm going to try that, Dr. Pat. I'm going to try that. It's a fun thing to do. I, I do it sometimes. I laugh so hysterically I pee my pants. Yeah, because I can always give good advice, but it's just hard for me to um, no, no. follow through with it uh, for yep. my own. Yep. yep. Um, I think, um, just briefly, I think the biggest thing, too, that I have a hard time because I, I have this uh, personality, I have a hard time differentiating um, what's looking out for me 
versus being selfish. Yeah, let me tell you something. You just called in because you are trying to look out for you. Um, when relationships <laughs> don't work, they don't work. They don't work. You know, when you are out of love, you're out of love. When somebody says, right. hey, know what? I'm, I need to be alone. Then you're like, amen, be alone. I'm going to go be with somebody that cares for me. Okay, do you see what I'm saying? This yeah, is the time for you. I'm not concerned about how you're going to do it. You're a really kind person. So I'm not worried about that. You just need to figure out how you're going to do it and pick a date and do it. That's what I was thinking about last night. <laughs> I'm telling you. See, you got all the answers. Just go for it, okay? Okay. All, all right. right. Thank you so much. You bet. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with Dr. Ronnie Deleuze, everybody. In the sea, 